Really excited about this week's podcast. In the house is Pico. It's been 14 months since he's come to see all of his staff. Pretty slack if you ask me, but apparently we had a politician didn't want to let him in and blocked him on social media and did a whole lot of other things because he was quite boisterous during that period. I don't know if anyone remembers, but Pico and COVID was awesome. I, I loved you during COVID. I thought it was really exciting what you did. Yeah, well, I just thought I'd give a different opinion and update each day than the numbers. Well, it was definitely different. <laughs> yep. And uh, unfortunately, Anna blocked me, but that's one of those things. And yeah, yeah. I didn't vote for it, doesn't matter. But I'm allowed back in now, so yeah, that's no, the main thing. Well, that's, what, that's what matters, mate. And we're here to talk about your recent trip to the US where you've gone over and done a bit of scouting and retail, a bit of scouting with sponsorships to look at two things that are really passionate here at Body Science. We love our retail partners yep. and we love our sport. Yep, true. Yeah, well, we had planned on going to Expo West back in, I think it was April, yep. May 2020. Uh, and the week before COVID hit and we all got locked up so we missed out on that trip but that's obviously the big show in LA showing trends and products and 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 the rest of it and so we missed out on that so I thought I'd get over there and have a look and do some retail research and meet up with a lot of high profile teams and athletes and get well, what, a bit of feedback well when you said you want to come and I said no nah, not really after watching your Instagram I was going you're an idiot Greg you should have gone let's talk about that trip true yeah so I gave you about two days notice and you knocked me back so then I thought I'd share all the good content on social media just to make you jealous <laughs> Let's rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health related condition. <laughs> Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy. And I'm going to throw on the end, Pico's in the house. Mate, it's so good to have you back. For those people that um, don't know you, you must live under a rock because I think you've physically given more sports nutrition to any sport in Australia than any other human. That's not quite correct. You have. I'm second. <laughs> you probably need to catch up on the accounts yep. a little bit and see yep. who's winning that game. Yep. And you are by far the superior giveaway person. Anybody that wants some free subs at BSC underscore Pico, DM him. You're a really good chance of getting some like, I'm going to say that Sharon will come in at some stage who does our sponsorships and nail shit on the head all day long. But Pico, he's a generous human. And mate, you, you basically went to the US because, you know, we're 23 years old now. We're heavily into retail in Australia and we've, we've got some of the best retail partners you could ask for in Australia. Yep. We're heavily involved in building our community ourselves because we need to control what happens with the brand, the products, the people in a space where we haven't really looked at that option as, as, a, as a brand in the past because we're very retail driven. And obviously... We put a lot of hard-earned money into sports sponsorship. Australian sponsorships have sort of, it's a big play for us in that part. And we love our sport and we love the athletes and we love sponsoring. But commercial departments are becoming money-driven in Australia and not so much, you know, they're not so much caring about the athlete needs. You know, they've got their budgets and things they need and they run a business and I get that. Like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But when we first went into sport, it was about changing athletes with commercial departments. So these days it's about how much coin you got. We're not about that. We have so many teams and so many athletes. Athletes, the depth of what we do, it's impossible to focus purely on one team. Yep. Neither would we as a brand. It's not really what we're about. We're about the athlete. Yep. So good story, Greg. Hurry yep. up. What we did is you went over to the US and you experienced some of the best sports marketing. I've, I really hated, I'm going I'm to let it out and I'm going to yep. be honest. I really hated seeing you on the side of the Guiltinis with an umbrella in a white deck chair watching rugby. A couple of days later, you were at the LA, at the basketball, yep. and I'm trying not to cry. Yep. And and you were sitting in your own corporate box. Yep. And I thought, can't get any better than that. That's yep. it. That's the end of his trip. It's good. I don't know. We 
week later, I saw you in the dugout. At the Dodgers At game. the Dodgers. And I'm thinking, man, this guy's going to get hit by truck soon. Yep. This is going way too good. <laughs> He's driving the wrong side of the road. Some shit's going to go down. But you you went over there and you met with all the the, the elite teams yep. to talk about the future of sponsorship and where it's all going. Do you want to fill us in on some of the cool things that happen? Yeah, I think going back about talking about teams and how it's evolved and it went it went from us helping teams into into more commercial a more commercial aspect from a team's point of view. I think back in the early days where we changed sport and uh, nutrition in sport, going back in the early two thousands, and I well, you always tell the story. I always tell the story about you know back in the day teams that have a a beer and a pie after the game and don't forget the cigarette mate yeah come up a couple of players had a few bungers after the game and so on to where you know what the most fun we had in those early days was actually you know working with the teams and having a really close relationship go back to the early days of hayden masters those sort of guys who i believe re- revolutionized you know that sort of that sort of part of the game where i remember hayden and, and us used to work together on uh even building different products for for guys that were in um, the Fat Club guys that were uh, post um, fat surgery. Club. Fat club. Haven't heard Fat Club for ages. Yeah, so that was that was one of those things though, and we had different product stations set up for players coming off the field that post tra- uh, post surgery uh, players that needed to lose a bit of weight, players that needed to gain a bit of weight, and so on. And it was pretty much went from there. So it was good fun in those early days making up all the different products. And as you know, we designed certain products for certain teams, like our Nitrovol's been around, uh, Lean Muscle Nitrovol's been around forever. Um, you can tell the story on how that. One was designed, but um, you know we really enjoyed in those early days, and you know we've still got some of those teams. I mean, we've we've been sponsoring South Sydney since two thousand and three, Canterbury Bulldogs since two thousand and four, and the Waratahs and so on. And we've we've had manly. long, manly, long, long relationships. Long relationships. Hey, Donny, you have a yep. video. Hurry up. Yep. With all of those teams, uh, and even speaking with, you know, we had meetings in Sydney last week with you know, the the new trainers at the Waratahs and so on, and it's still really good fun to sit down and work with those guys about what they've learnt um, from overseas about recovery and just a different aspect on the game. And, you know, not so much talk about the commercial side of it and how much money you're going to give us and what else you can do, but the teams that are successful are the teams that still care about their players' oh, the welfare. Is all about the player, yeah. Uh, I remember back in the early days with Geelong when they won three – three flags in five years when we dealt with them they got massive offers from opposition companies in both compression and nutrition and they were like no we want to stay with body science players love it we know it works and they placed their players welfare more important than the dollars and of course if they're winning three out of five flags all the other sponsorship dollars are going to come anyway and that's you say the way three too they, they hit the they made the grand final on the other two is that right yeah yeah and yeah. they they um hadn't won a flag in a long long time so it was really good fun working with those sort of teams and still enjoyable working with teams that you know get up off the bottom and uh, as you said like teams like the reds when they won waratahs when they won south when they won i mean you're talking and swans when they won uh you know you're talking there was you know decades between premierships for them mm. so it was really good and you know a lot of people don't understand that we really use that data that we've learned over 23 years as our r&d like it's at the total people often say to me what's your research and development team like and i go watch tv you know what i mean it's real life yep. it's and people go on about oh look chaos great example probably yep. one of the the most used pre-workouts in elite sport at the highest level, yet you drop that to some people in the gym and they call it crap. Yep. Yet, you know, you look at what we do. It's a, it's, it's a listed medicine. The claims are all validated by research and research in 10 years in the right population. You talk about people run on using chaos and it does the job at yep. the highest level of sport. And yep. that's what we know. It, you don't need to overcook something. No. You don't need to make something glossy and bright lights when yep. we know that it works. Yep. And again, Products like that have been around for many, many years and they're still around and still good fun. I mean, you know, the likes of Hayden. 
Craig Knowles, Craig Catterick, those sort of guys who, Cat. again, been dealing with us for many years. It's just great to sit down and talk with those guys and talk about, you know, new products coming out, what might work, what issues they're having with certain players and how we can potentially help them. And we've been doing that for a long time. And mate, Cat was just calling us last week. He's got us doing a whole lot of stuff with compression around sternums and you know, like it's some, there's some fun stuff that these guys bring to the table as a brand. We just don't re, we don't retail it. We don't market it. We, we don't even talk about it actually. We just do what needs to be done for the athlete. Yep. And that's what I love. So when you went to the US, you're obviously talking to people who probably don't know the Body Science brand, yep. I assume. And you got doors opened everywhere for you when we went over there because we have some great relationships over there. And probably the first one to talk about is the Giltinis. Like, yep. Yep. So we started sponsoring the Los Angeles Giltinis uh, rugby union team at the beginning of last year. Uh, that was their first year in the comp and uh, unions becoming pretty popular over in the States now. Massive when I say, in the colleges system, yeah, massive. Yeah, when I say pretty popular, I mean compared to the major sports, obviously not, but it is gathering momentum, more teams coming into the competition, promoting it really well. But yeah, they won it. They've got obviously got some excellent players from all over the world in that team and uh, you know, even in that 12 months from when they've gone into their facilities now are, are up there with the best of them. They play out of the LA Coliseum. Uh, they do it for, as a franchise. They do it really well. And as a franchise, when you look at the Giltinis, the entertainment factor of what they produce is like nothing I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, I think they have to because when you're competing with NFL and uh, NBA and and uh, the National Hockey and so on, and it's a new sport, they really have to do it well. So it's a ma- even like LA itself is just a massive market. So for them to try and get some cut through and get people to the game is like a massive effort in itself from a marketing perspective, but they do it really well. Uh, you know, they would do it as good, if not better than a lot of teams here, but it's a massive, the, the market over there is so competitive that they have to. And, you know, like I, I was surprised when they spoke about the LA Galaxy and how that took them a little while to get that franchise going. And I thought, oh, time flies. I thought, oh, yeah, they've been around for about 10 or 12 years. And then they said they actually launched over there 30 years ago. Is that right? <laughs> it's been 30 years since the Galaxy launched in LA. So, but now Galaxy are a big deal in, in LA and David Beckham obviously helped that along the way. But yeah, that's how long it took for them to get going. That's the great thing about American sport too, isn't it? They just pull the big names when it's needed. Yeah, big time, big Mate, time. With the Giltinis, can you explain to us why do they use an Australian, why do they use us for their nutrition and their compression? Again, there was quite a few Wallabies playing over there in that first year. So the likes of McGiddo, Adam Ashley Cooper and so on. Uh, and they had an Australian um, uh, based strength and conditioning. They had an Australian coach and so on. And look, anywhere you go in the world, regardless whether it's UK or, or South Africa or, or anywhere like that, when they talk about strength and conditioning coaches and, and so on, um, and physios for that matter, like Australia and New Zealand are really highly regarded. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously our brand uh, has been really popular with teams here in the last 20 odd years. And so they said they wanted to win the comp. That was their ambition in that first year. And so they said they needed the best of the best in everything they did. And, you know, kudos to them. They got it they got the best players everything they did was great and yeah we we're fortunate enough to to get on board with them and they won the the comp first year in so and mate did we get any good learnings from the commercial team over there that we can bring back here to australia and oh, i think they do the experience really good their <coughs> content team do a really good job over there in in promoting the game promoting the players i think the players buy into the the franchise really well so obviously you know a lot of them are new to la there's obviously a few american based players but they've got players from the uk in players from south africa in new zealand um, all over the place so uh, i think because the players are new there they love 
love LA. They all live, you know, a lot of them are on Redondo Beach and all around Venice and all that type of area. So they're always promoting LA. Uh, and I think they do a really good job with the players actually promoting, you know, the city and their team. You don't I, see that much here in Australia, do you? No, not at all. So, yes, I do, the players have got a really good buy-in to the team and what they do and content people do a really good job of that. But the experience of the game was, yeah, phenomenal. It was a really enjoyable day. It was the first game they've been trying to get me over there for a game, as I said, for 18 months or so now. But with the COVID restrictions, I couldn't get there and was fortunate enough to get over for the game. And they actually smashed uh, New York and that was going to be a real crunch game because got a few players out. But I think they ended up winning 46-0 or something. So yeah, that's a close one. Yeah, good game to be at. And, mate, what's it like for you as a business owner in Australia? And, I mean, obviously we share this passion together and I, and I know the answer to this, but how do you feel for the people out there when you see a BSC on the side of a stadium like that one? I was a bit surreal because when you look into the history of the Coliseum uh, and what uh, the Coliseum represents, then you start to get a real feel for how privileged you are to have your, your signage up at that stadium. So for those that don't know, in 2028, the LA Coliseum will host the Summer Olympics again, mm. and it's the only stadium uh, ever to have three Summer Olympics at it. Wow. Uh, I think 1912 was the first one. Don't quote me on these, but I think 1912 might have been the first time. Uh, obviously, 1984, the LA Olympics were on, uh, and 2028. Uh, but when you go there and see the enormous – how enormous this stadium is and just it's a, a fantastic arena uh yeah it was surreal to to have your your logos placed around that stadium uh when you walked in and and saw it for sure and pico we, we were one of the first brands to get our logo on the sofa is it so is that the way you pronounce it stadium yeah we were so so stadium for those that don't know again uh that's based in inglewood in california and it was. I, I was fortunate enough again uh, to get a, a tour of that stadium, and it is just phenomenal. I, again, don't quote me on the figures, but I think it was over six billion dollars US to build. Wow! And this stadium is just next level. Uh, and again, we were fortunate enough to have the LA Giltinis play the first game there. And yeah, again, to have our body science logos on that uh, particular stadium was just next level. We're talking like <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. So uh, even is that the home of the Rams. Home of the Rams. Yeah. and home of the Chargers. And the Chargers, okay. Uh, but it is like no stadium in the world and I don't care what stadium you want to talk about, it is next level. It's the one that everyone will base uh, their next stadium off. I think it holds about seventy to 80,000 people. Uh, there's not one bad seat in the house, but the facilities there is just crazy. Corporate boxes. I, I went and visited the, the Corona Beach house or the Corona Beach hut, uh, which is the uh, corporate box there, and it's about the size of what we would have here in Australia, about the size of 10 corporate boxes, the biggest boxes here and two stories high. Wow. So, so you have a Spanish staircase that goes from one level upstairs to another level and they actually had that on both sides. So they had a Corona Beach Club on one side and a Corona Beach Club on the opposite side. So yeah, it was just a phenomenal stadium and they built it when they built it. Like, I could go into this and talk on this for, forever, but they actually built it with earthquakes in mind. So it's done all the earthquake checks and everything else and yeah, it was uh, phenomenal. But yeah, back to your original question. Again, uh, when you look back at it and you watch that first game and they actually played the Super Bowl there in 2020. That was this year, wasn't it? 2021. Yeah, 2021, uh, which the LA Rams won, 
time, which is great to have uh, your signage at that game, even so the, the Giltini's played there prior to that Super Bowl. Uh, just to know that, you know, your signage is appearing all over that stadium, the best in the world was, yeah, a real a real privilege. That's cool. Hi, I'm Tom Green, Olympic champ from Tokyo. And if you want the best tasting protein bars on the market, you should try the new Body Science Moose Range. Greg, you better be testing those. Mate, they're getting drug tested, got you covered. Mm. And mate, the you brought back quite a lot of learnings from that Corona Beach Club that you want us to roll out this year. Are you going to drop any little secrets out there for all the other people? Or is it, yeah, well, back in the- If you back, get an invite, you'll know what's going on. Yeah, well, back in the early days- Once again, hit up his DM me on his Instagram if you want to get an invite. That's back, how you do yeah, it. Back in the early days, we- probably again revolutionized i would say corporate dining because a lot of people followed us after this so a lot of people when they get things in contracts and corporate dining and uh seats to games you know go along sit there whatever we decided to and i think it was your idea actually we decided to have like a nightclub type feel mm. um at it was the waratahs game was that was the first big one we did first big one we did and i think we had about 140 people to that yep. one uh but we 60 hi- person box yep we hired we hired djs we had red carpet we had uh security we had absolutely everything at that game and no disrespect to the waratahs or the team they were playing but i think out of the 140 we had there i think only 18 people actually went outside to watch the game because uh, we had everything happening inside um, uh, from an entertainment level. Uh, and, yeah, we, we sort of started that idea and it was funny because uh, a friend of mine was telling me what they do in some of the NFL games now and so on where they have a, a nightclub at the other end of the field and all that sort of stuff that we, that's just introduced. Uh, I sort of took my mind back to I don't know how long ago it was now, maybe 12 years ago, maybe longer, uh, 15 years ago when we sort of started that idea back here uh, at the Sydney Football Stadium. What Nathan's left out on that one is we had we bought a pool table in, we bought arcade games, pinball machines, we, pinball machines, we yeah. had everything you could shoot shit. Yep. Like there was there was so many things to do. Yeah, that uh, we actually forgot there was a football game. Yes, on. Yes, correct. But the Waratahs won, so we'll still have. Well, I don't think result. a lot of the guys in the commercial team saw the game either, just quietly because they were pretty having a great time in the. No, but well. a lot of other uh, major sponsors wondered what was happening in our room and all wanted to come in, and so I think uh, a few of the teams took a, a few of those ideas, and uh, yeah, corporate dining in Australia changed a, a little bit since then and more about that entertainment value that we started back then in the day. So, mate, you ended up in a um, probably one of the most sought out, apart from being on the side of the court, yep. which in basketball is yep. the beautiful people place. Yep. You ended up with your own corporate box that you could have seriously bought 30 of your best friends to. Yeah, again, that was... Ha- ha- like, you still haven't told me how you did that. I broke into it. <laughs> I broke into the box, saw that it was empty, used the old Redfin trick and yeah, yeah. used the credit card to slice the lock open and jumped in there this and took the advantage. Lake, this is the Lakers, not the red fern on the fifteens. Yep. Look, I was again I was privileged. Um I knew some people who knew some people and they got us into the game. It was uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's 75th birthday uh, and, it, again, entertainment, next level. Uh, I think they had Snoop Dogg singing happy birthday to him. Uh, it was just insane. They yeah. gave everyone uh, in the stadium a LA Lakers jersey uh, with Kareem's wow. number on it. Uh, yeah, it was just one of those things. And that's it was sport, en- isn't it? That's, that's entertainment that from start to finish. Yep. I didn't ever know there was a basketball game happening. It was just next level and they do it well are you seriously going to sit there and say you didn't know a basketball game was happening and you ended up in a corporate box at the lakers correct you are touched <laughs> you are so touched <laughs> the lakers won again so which is another good day another good, good result day sport. good result. obviously um tomo would have been absolutely frothing because he's a basketball nut he was well he said 
that the game seemed to go for like three hours because he loved every minute of it. Uh, but yeah, look, as <laughs> I Nathan's said, Nathan's young son it, it who was, experienced his glory as yeah, well. It was entertainment from from the time you walked in, and I, to be honest with you, I, I spent a lot of time outside the box, just walking around the stadium, checking out everything they had, what was happening around it. So. Could you imagine an Australian team giving a jersey to every person who went to a stadium? No. Well, again, you talked about the Dodgers. Again, one of those chance things with a friend of mine, Dan Adair, um, invited me to the game and was down in the dugout. Yep, as luck would have it. But again, how, how did Dan Adair get into the dugout? That's yeah, probably uh, a big yeah. question we need uh, to ask. Well, him. again, he's really well connected, best personal trainer in LA. There you go. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, but again, fortunate enough, it was uh, the Jackie Robinson 75th. So number 75 must have been the, the lucky number of that tour. Uh, it was the 75th anniversary of the Jackie Robinson Day. So going back, uh, Jackie Robinson was the first coloured guy that they let play baseball uh, and he played for what was then the um, the Brooklyn Dodgers. And to mark that anniversary every year, I was, again, lucky enough to go on that day of the anniversary, but every single player for every single team wears number 42. That was his number. Uh, every single, which got a little bit confusing for me because when I was on the sideline and saw number two, uh, 42 ready to bat and then the next guy came up and I'm thinking, hang on, this is the same guy, number 42. And then the next guy was number 42. Uh, got a bit confusing, but yeah, they all, all wore the number 42 socks on, on both teams. Uh, and again, I heard on the radio because it was the t- took me two and a half hours to go about 10 kilometres uh, to get to the game, but I heard on the radio that they were giving away to all the people that came uh, Jackie Robinson Memorial jersey for that as well uh, but it was only to the first 40,000 people oh, only the first 40,000 <laughs> and I'm thinking there's <clears throat> no way that they're even going to get 40,000 to a baseball game but yeah me? it was the first 40,000 got them wow so yeah again it was unbelievable experience but that was that was uh, corporate dining again on a whole new level whole new level it looked like you could reach out and touch the players I could yeah yeah uh, in fact, um, like when they come over uh, to sit next to us, like they were practicing batting next to us, the, the dust they were kicking up was actually getting in my beer. It was on the ground, so I was a bit disappointed there. Were you blowing up? <laughs> no, I didn't have a go at him. It's all right. I offered him a drink. <laughs> you also spent a fair bit of time in there looking at retail. Yep. Is there any – how are we as a nation retail-wise versus the US at the moment? Uh, look, obviously, I think the quality of our products are a lot better here mm-hmm. and a lot more stringent. From a testing perspective, as far as variety concerned, uh, like anything to do in the US, the variety and um, choice is just a whole new level. Like you walk into Whole Foods, uh, which is like a a grocery store type thing over there. Most people probably know Whole Foods. Uh, There's just aisles and aisles and aisles of choice. So if you wanted something, the first thing I walked in, uh, collagen products, and there was bays and bays and bays and bays. Like there was that much choice. You could have spent or I could have spent, and I did at some times, two hours in there just searching for different products and seeing what you know, what the market's doing. Uh, so from that perspective, from a, a variety of products and choice, it's a whole new level. Can't explain how big it is. So if you want a plant protein, you would have like bays and bays and bays of different plant protein. Protein bars, again, bays and bays and bays. So I don't know how people, you know, in the US shop uh, or what really stood out. Obviously, your packaging over there really has to pop and some really good call outs on your product because from that perspective, um, it's ultra competitive 
uh, from a from a shelf layout point of view. Uh, that was at Whole Foods from a supplement store slash health food store perspective. I would say we're nearly on par. There's some retailers here that would give them a run. But again, from a variety point of view, uh, there's just so many brands with so many different types of uh, products over there. It's so if crazy. We were, if we were to square the ledge up, I mean, obviously in LA, there's as many people in LA as there is in Australia. Mm-hmm. If you were to look at like a per head concept versus population do you do you think our stores are actually overstocked versus i mean you just said there's a lot of variety in stores but there's the whole of australia in yep. one city yeah i mean you walk into a chemist warehouse now yeah and there's variety in chemist yep. warehouse like there's a lot of brands yeah yeah there's a lot of brands i mean you walk into health food stores here or supplement stores yeah, or, or, nutrition or, yep, warehouses yep, they've yep. both got lots of variety all of those well. they have got lots of variety but again compared to some of the retail stores over there no nah, probably not probably not. And did you, as I said, like if you could walk in, and I'll, I'll go back to Whole Foods, but you walk into Whole Foods, it'd be nothing to see twelve bays of protein bars, yeah. and all, and and there'd be half a dozen different brands on each bay. Wow, of different brands, there's just so many. Are so they? Many. And, are, and is the US brand blocking, or are they putting it under solution? They're, no, they're 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 a bit of both. So when I said collagen products at the beginning, there'd be probably four or five shelves of certain brands because they do collagen with this, collagen with that. So, uh, yeah, there's so much variety even within one brand because there's certain things that are on trend like collagen at the moment uh, and plant protein and so on still on trend over there. So, yeah, there'll be, you know, plant protein with greens, plant protein with this. So, yeah, there's a lot of um, brand blocking going on, but they do go by category to some extent as well. I did love the fact that you went over there and said, wow, there's a lot of collagen because the week before that you were saying to me, why have we got this collagen product coming out and this collagen product coming out? And it was really good for you to go to the US and actually see that, you know. To validate your decisions. Yeah, well, it's nice for me to sit back and think that's what happened, but. Oh, I was telling, I went over there telling all Greg's a genius. shutting you up. Leading the way. the good thing that came from it. Leading the way. You just, I just thought, you know what, he's just going to back off yep. now, which is great. Yep. Which is good. Yeah. So, mate, wh- where are we at as a brand in um, in the US? What's happening? Uh, so, met with a few retailers over there uh, who uh, were excited uh, to hear about our brand. Um, really liked our brand, <clears> like what we stood for. Obviously, when you do a presentation like ours, uh, where we've been around for 20-odd years, so many different products. But again, the beauty for the brand is there are products like Chaos, like our Hydroxyburn Shred, like our Triandra Bowl, which has been in the brand since before I started. So there's 20 years or so that mm. that product's been in our range. Uh, I think when you- Can I just say something right now? Rem- remember where you're at. I've got an old Triandra Bowl bottle downstairs and it's still got the tablets in it. He starts to take the lid off to take- <laughs> Well, because I did- cause That's got to be 17 years old. Yeah, but put because it I said, surely they can't be the original ones and they were the old, the old blue and white ones. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut yeah. you off. Yeah. Talk- when when you've got those products in your range that have been around for that long, and as I said, Trandra Bowl's been in the range for, oh, I would say, 18, 20 years, whatever it is, maybe longer. It's pretty easy because you've got a resume there to show that you've got longevity in the brand, longevity in the products. Uh, the fact that we've got so many elite-level athletes, teams and so on that sing our praises, the the retailers that I spoke to are really interested. Uh, and so we're just you know following up with some of those retailers now to, to see if there's a, a fit for both of us and yeah hopefully we can get our um supplements over there shortly one of the things that i thought was really interesting that you told me was our commitment to drug testing because in, in the u.s it's pretty much it that they they test a product on the first batch and that's it it's it's a tested product yeah when you were telling me that you're having discussion with them about the fact that we bought informed sport because they all know informed sport and for yep, sports having a crack in america yep. at the moment and obviously hasta were the yep. first two has to hear when you said to me that they actually couldn't believe that we tested every batch no they don't believe it yeah um because a, a few of them over there 
of like you said, do inform sport. There was a lot to still do inform choice, which is the random one, yeah. Yep. So yeah, there was a few quite quite a few still doing inform choice, some doing inform sport, but like they did in Australia after we launched inform sport, you had brands over there that would uh, get one or two products tested and then run their brand and off they that. Make out everything was and okay. they make out everything was um, tested and sell the brand off that. Um, <clears throat> but I think again the reason that's better than the ones who do one test, mate, and make yeah. out that they're a tested brand. Exactly. A few but, of those floating around. Yeah. The reason why I think uh, they're so interested in the brand is because we go to that level and like us like while the teams in australia are so interested in our products they've got such a wide variety from protein bars rtds creatines pre-workouts post-workouts intra-workouts everything we do um they can the team can utilize and and know that they're drug tested so yeah. there's not many brands that do that yeah i mean obviously that that's um banned substance testing is getting wider and wider around which the world. is which is good for us right mm. so um the fact that more teams are sort of putting the imports behind that is a good thing for sport you know i always sit here and laugh and when people say to me back when we tested when we first started testing and we actually got accused of being too safe yeah can you believe that yep. shit like, well it wasn't being... it wasn't even back went back then I, I would say even a couple of years ago we still used to say our brand's too safe which is a weird concept right but i think like with the tga clamping down on a lot of things now which again is good for us uh and i think it's good for the industry good. mate not it's good for the industry to to, to play in that place but you it's know? good for the industry it's good for the australian public to know that as well because mm. then the australian public know what they're actually putting in their bodies so because they hear a lot of things going back you know so some certain scandals that happened a few years back i'm sure the australian public you know, a little bit skeptical about supplements at times, but when you can get um, sort of TGA approval on products like we do, uh, it just goes well for the Australian public to know what they're taking. Yeah, mate, that's it's definitely the future. And I was amazed that the um, Americans actually knew what that was too. Like that was something really interesting for me to hear. Is they're aware of that manufacturing standard? Yeah, they do. I think um, one of the things over there is they know that they obviously have their own standards, but I know Australia and New Zealand are, are considered some of the best in the world when it comes to the to the laws and how stringently we test our products. Yeah, and look, we often sit back and go, we are over-regulated, There's a lot of, but when you look back, for the end consumer, it just means quality, purity, trust, safety, all the words you want when you're sticking something in your mouth, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, well, as you know, we've we've had opportunities over the years to to do certain products and use certain ingredients in our products, which again, you know, might've made us a quick dollar, but also might've got us into trouble. Um, uh, and we didn't, and that's why we've been around for 20-odd years. And it'll be another 22, mate, which is the good news. Hey, um, just before we we close up, you've been with Body Science how long now? 2004, so 18 years, 18, 19 years. People often ask, you know, how did you two meet? Yep. And it was a, a bit of a funny story. It was a, it was a Christmas party with Titan Management. Titan Management, so. Who had, what, 60% of the footballers at that time? Yep easily yeah yep. yeah the massive yep. and so i thought we were jumping on a little boat with you know handful of people i get there it's this massive big it's like a ferry yep and i walk on there and there's i don't know there would have been 150 nrl players who i or, this is the early days too remember back what, two, what would you say 2004 yeah i think that's well yeah. no it might have been earlier than that that we actually had that cruise yeah it would have been it was because you joined body you joined yeah, yeah, yeah you might joined have been body 2001 after that that's right yeah and so i'm on this boat with all these people i think are just you know some of the greatest athletes in australian sport and i'm standing there by myself going well fuck I don't know how long have i got to go this is going to be a four hour you got to do two things here greg you got to go get smashed make a dick out of yourself and people remember who you are do what you do man <laughs> or you just got to go and um, slap palms and i remember walking to the back of the boat seeing you and i yep. thought this guy don't play footy i can tell that <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, I'd actually knew that you you were heavily involved in eyewear back then and yep. 
It might have been a few pairs of sunnies that slipped yep. over my desk at some stage leading because you are the king of giveaways. Yep. Yep. Once again, if you <laughs> want to give away from Nathan, DM him, BSC underscore Pico. He loves it. Yeah. But Jake never gets yep. old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I was. <laughs> I was uh, involved, yes. Uh, I used to uh, be involved in sunglasses and optical industry back then, but also did some work um, in a sports management company with Titan Management with Dave Riolo and Warren Craig. Um, That's right. You Isaac were doing Moses. sports management yep, as well, yep, yeah. sports management. Uh, so we, yeah, we used to put the crews on for all of the players and some of the um, sponsors and Body Science was one of those sponsors at the time. So that's how we met. And that's how we really became entrenched in rugby league really back in those early days yep. was it wasn't just about the teams. There was a lot of players like you look at um, you know, Paul Gallon, for example. Yep. I've still got pictures of the yep. first day I met him and you look at him when he finished, he's a weapon. Yep. And, and how many games do you play? Like something... Some incredible stat. Yep. It all came down to just building those relationships to trust early. And that was one of the things that I, I really love about my journey at Body Science and my time here. And I was talking to someone today about, you know, what is it you're always you're always happy, Greg. Like you don't have the highs and lows. And I just came out, you gotta be kidding me. Like I make something I believe in. I give it to the best people in the world. Yep. Like the sponsorship, yep. the, the giving, the donating part, the part we do with athletes. And I have a amazing team that I come to work every day. We're like 37% of our staff for 10 years. Yeah, it's like, crazy. Who's got that data, mate? Like that's yep. it's been such a cool place to to grow myself. You yep. know, like it's and I'm in a position now where our partnership's been strong. Our team partnership's strong. We've got some really good retail partnerships now. Yep. And we're actually, I think we're actually making change yeah. in a lot of places. And that's not to mention a lot of the, the community work we do and so on, which is also like very satisfying, you know, working with people like Tour de Cure and so on. Those sort of relationships we've had. Uh, again, I won't rattle off all the stats, but for those that don't know, Tour de Cure, you know, funded so much research into cancer now. and have raised, like $300 million yep, or something. Yeah, right? yeah, millions and millions of dollars that yeah. they've raised. Um, over the years and that relationship continues to be strong to this day. That's um, probably the longest one we've got in the business. Yeah. Yep. And that's always the same. We took the same theories we had in sport to those sponsorships. We were about the athletes yep. and every time they stopped, we had them covered. We and had you tents. know what? They did the same thing. They weren't, they weren't coming to us to say, guys, can you give us, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to go toward cancer research or whatever, but to a cure, um, raise money by having uh, cycling Participants. Um, participants mm. and so on and they ride from you know city to city and so on a few times a year and they were more uh, about us looking after the athletes and you know putting up tents at different stops but they have uh their cyclists go from town to town and they stop each night and go around and ed uh, educate schools and um, communities uh, about cancer and so on and do a wonderful job there and as i said they were just about us in the initial stages just looking after their um cyclists when they come in at the end of the day to help them recover to go again again don't quote me on it but i think they might ride 120 130k a day day after day after day uh and yeah they they came to us for that oh again i'm lose track of years but might have been 12 15 years ago i'm not too sure but uh that relationship's as strong now as it ever was and they're a great bunch of people to work with and that was the start to us we decided that we wanted to be um a charity every month yep i mean let's be honest we, we do a charity every week yep but from the perspective of a brand that we could all um celebrate is and we we normally deal in team 
based deals. Like when we're not, we're not really about here's a check. We're more about let's go fundraise for for this event. You know, like and some of the things that we've fundraised. So like even like here on the Gold Coast, like Mob Academy. You know, we raised twenty one thousand dollars. Yep. In a paddle, we 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 gave away Red Bull race. You know, car experiences. We um we had people training with the Titans. We just do some really cool stuff in that space that they had the ability to then go and auction all that type of thing yep. off. And that's us giving away. You know, that, that comes at the expense of our team here at work. Like they, we, we've done the day where we took everyone out to that and it was awesome. The coach gets up and chat. You get a Titan shirt. You train with the players. Like that's money can't buy yeah. cool stuff. And so we, we do so much of that work that it's almost like my job now is doing that. Yep. You know, well, we're just fortunate enough that we can just cool. do that sort of stuff and, and have those sort of assets uh, to be able to help out these charities and um, communities along the way. so And not to mention the athletes that we lean on. Like, uh, classic example, Run Army last weekend for Legacy. Um, Brett gives a call, said, Greg, we need some sports drink. We need all this for the run. Will you have a chat and get involved? And so, of course, we go, yeah, mate. And that's come from Tour de Cure. That's where you guys met, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Tour de Cure. Um, I, I call Kenny Wallace. go, Kenny, guess what? You're coming up to run 10Ks. He goes, I've never run 10Ks and I really don't want to. And soon as you tell him what it's for, like, these athletes turn up and – on the day, you know, they got mics put in there. It's not, it's not a fun day for them. Yep. Sorry, it is a fun day, but they've got mics put in front of them. They're asked to speak and do a whole of things. But the caliber of athlete that has come with that journey with us as well, it's just, we've actually got a thing on the Gold Coast called the Kenny Walsh Legends Club. And it's a whole lot of business guys in the Gold Coast. And we just put Kenny in things that he's never done now like on that paddle. We all paddled a few Ks. He said, I've never paddled a hundred Ks. I'm going to paddle a hundred Ks. Talk about just an for idiot. Fun. He, got, just off, for he fun. got off and his fingers are all bent and his nerves are all shot. And, but he's, you know, we did 24 hour ski erg, got him along. He's never been on a ski erg. He doesn't ever want to go on one again, just quietly. Yeah. You know, we got, he's just hit up a rowing event. There's a rowing event coming up, um, raising money. Yep. And he's like, well, let's put a rowing team. And he's not a rower. He's a kayaker, remember? And a good, a good story that, um, Tatiana just told us as well about Latrell Mitchell helping out recently. Yeah, reached out there and he's, um, what's happened with a lot, uh, Tatiana, our nutritionist, does a lot of work in community. So she's she's part of the role of her starting here. She said, I want to continue doing my community stuff. And we're like, yeah, well, we love that as well because we're all about community, especially yep. you, Nathan. You're yep. very touched by it and yep. being a red, red yep. phone local. And so reached out and a lot of their runners are not allowed to run at events because they can't afford spikes. Yep. And so, you know, he's Gone to, I hope I've got this right, but I think it's Adidas. And, um, you know, it's just amazing that they could do that. To help us out with the trail and. Yeah, just, it just, it's just. That's the real special stuff, though, Nathan. You know what I mean? Yep. It's not that it's not what you make a day. It's not how much money. It's not the hustle. It's not all that. It's those little things you do that change people's lives. Yeah, for sure. And um, I love it. And obviously, they'll share those because yeah, it, it won't be there's your pair yep. because there's so much talent out there. But that's the, that's the passion that Tatiana's got in that space. You know, we just love doing that type of um activity, and it was so good that you could lean on him and Kyle from Red Bull. Big shout out to you for making that happen too, mate. That we can be part of these kids getting spikes so they can actually you know compete. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those things. Too. It was at a time when Latrell wasn't actually playing, so uh, it was good of him to, to come in and help us out there. Well, mate, we've actually got to go celebrate another 10 year. Joel Denning, who started here 10 years ago, plus three weeks because yep. he's been that busy, he hasn't been able to stop for his own party, um, is 10 years, and that puts a big smile on my face because you've come up because he's a big just part of that, that business. Just for that, Joel, yep. I've flown all the way up just for your 10th anniversary. And a uh, special shout out to Shazzle, who's at nine coming on 10. So feels like 15 with her, but that's Barry just Bella. Yeah. Yep. There's just so many good stories we can tell. We're just starting to talk crap now and waste people's time. But I just want to say thank you to everyone who's ever bought a body science product. Thank you to everyone who's ever considered our brand as something to put on a shelf at your business. That is really special to us too. And from Nathan and I, just a massive thank you to everyone out there who's um, been involved. Awesome.